0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I am in Dallas, Texas and I've been here for the past day or two. I really haven't had the time to just relax and like be here in Dallas because when I landed it was the night before the game and then when the game happened it was like pretty much an all-day thing. It's a I came here for El Clásico which if you guys know what that is, it's basically a Barca versus Real Madrid game. And that was here in Dallas, Texas at the AT&T Stadium. And that game was just really exciting to be at in the flesh. And to be here in Dallas, Texas, I've been wanting to go to the AT&T Stadium for a really long time. And I'm just really happy that I, I got the chance to go. Some of you might know on TikTok, I do talk about like stadiums and different concert venues and stuff like that. So I'm always super excited to visit a brand new stadium and I feel like today's podcast episode is going to be a blend of a little bit of everything from my like work related to a very personal standpoint because as you guys know like on TikTok I do uh, live events, I do like WAG stuff and I talk about football players sometimes. So, all of it's gonna blend together in this episode, and I'm gonna talk a little bit about like WAG journey and stuff like that, as well as what I've been learning just traveling by myself. And this is the first time that I've traveled by myself since my breakup. And what I've been realizing too is that I have been living like a WAG for a few weeks now, basically, this whole month where I've been going to games back to back to back. And thankfully, you know, doing what I'm doing on TikTok with marketing events and getting to work with different brands and get you guys the best deal on your next live event, I got the opportunity to go to Dallas for the game. And I'm realizing a few things about being a WAG. Number one is that travel is a very like frequent thing that you're going to encounter. And when you travel, you just need to be very prepared because travel, look, I made a little like equation on my notebook, but I wrote WAG equals travel, travel equals stress, high stress, and, and uh, unpredictability. When it comes to travel, so uh, while it is very exciting to do that and get the opportunity to do that, at the same time, I wasn't really realizing how much stress and like unpredictability there is behind travel versus like in your everyday life, where you know you go your home and you have the same routine. Especially me, because I'm just like a very like routine person. So, it's just very different to shift into the lifestyle of, like, traveling and going to games, especially because I've just been to back-to-back games. And, to be honest, the first couple, I was getting a little tired. Like, a few games in, I was starting to realize, like, oh, I'm not being as grateful that I'm at this game or I'm not as prepared as I wish I, sh- I like, ho- to the standard of preparedness that I hold myself to, because I like to really always be prepared for absolutely anything. Like when I, and I think I got that from when I was a babysitter, because when you watch kids, like you always need to be prepared, even if like you you're not really doing it for yourself. But like if you're taking care of a four year old, or you're gonna go pick up an elementary school kid or whatever obviously they just got out of school they're going to be hungry and to prevent any friction along the way which by friction i mean you pick up a hungry child they're you know hangry they're not in a good mood so they're going to give you a hard time so in order to prevent that and prevent that friction in your job process ideally you want to just pack a snack before you pick them up so that when you get them They're happy, they're in a good mood because you have the right snacks and you're prepared. And that's one thing that I learned with working with kids is that like preparedness is honestly one of the most important factors in it. And I always like to be prepared. Um, But what I've been learning recently with travel is that I haven't been as prepared. Like I am prepared 95% of the time, I would say. But when it has come to these games, I feel like bad, like not good things have been happening uh, at these games. Like behind the scenes, for example, yesterday at the at and Stadium, I wore shoes that I didn't realize I was going to be walking so much. And like I wore really uncomfy shoes. And it was only until a few minutes of walking that I got these huge, gigantic blisters on my feet and, it, guys, it was so disgusting. Like, if I'm going to put a trigger warning. This is a, your trigger warning if you are disgusted by, like, foot problems. But, basically, I was walking around AT&T Stadium with a gigantic blister um, at the back of my foot, at the back of both of my feet, because I wasn't wearing socks, because my Uber was going to get here, like, quickly. And I was trying to get out the door, you know? I, one thing about me is, like... I always want to be super prepared, but I always want to be, like, on time and, like, very prompt. And especially when I know that I'm on a time crunch. And this is what I learned from another game, too, that I was late to. is like, Jessica, stop getting distracted by things. Or, like, you need to make sure that you get there on time, basically. Has been my new thing with all these games. So, on one hand... I was very prompt, and I was very early to the game. I was there with so much time to burn that it almost felt like I had too much time. So this time, you know, I'm early, but my phone's not charged. Um, so I needed to find a charging station, and I ended up having to walk around the stadium multiple times, and I asked, like, I'm not even you like, seven different people where are the charging stations and i got different answers every single time and i got like opposing answers too where it was like this person told me it was on that side of the stadium and then i went to that side of the stadium and there was no charging stations and i had to go to the other side of the stadium ask more people and it was just such a mess and i'm low key high key sorry very mad at AT&T Stadium for that like why don't you have more charging stations and why are they so hard to find now that I think about it it kind of makes sense why they're so hard to find because if every if you put a giant sign at a stadium that says charging station on it then everyone will use it and then no one will have a charging station and everyone will ask for more charging stations and they they're more likely to be complimentary because I've seen venues try to um, start charging for charging stations. I should make a video on this. Honestly, this is like live getting video ideas. And this is not <laughs> even what this podcast episode about is about. But charging stations at venues video. All right, let's talk about what this episode is really about traveling alone if you've listened to older podcast episodes then you know that like i've been to a few different cities by myself like i went like this was years ago um when i first turned 18 and the world was uh bright and uh happy uh i was 18 and i was gonna go to i think the first place i went to by myself was seattle i really loved that i went to seattle a couple times actually i've been like three times because i just love it there um Expect to see me in Seattle soon, I will say that. I'm definitely more careful now of like what I say online, um, but I really love the podcast listeners. I think you guys are great, and you guys actually get me. So yeah, and also I want to thank the WAGs as well, who told me about like Evil Eye and stuff, because I've definitely been more cautious of that, especially with travel. Let's keep uh, going on what's different. So, as you guys know, I was traveling a lot by myself. Um, It's been a while, TBH, because I I was really used to traveling by myself, especially when I was a Depop girly, and I went to Seattle, like, so many times, and I just really like the fact that I can just go anywhere and work from there and, like, still be able to make money and stuff, and I, like, I really like the idea of just working for myself, and that's when I really fell in love with it as well. And I got into a relationship around the time that I was like booming on uh, Depop. And I was in this relationship for, you know over a year and we went on a lot of trips together. And while there are a lot of perks, and I don't want to use that word. I feel like that word sounds like it's a transactional thing, but there are a lot of very good things that happen when you travel with your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever that can be really fun and exciting. And here's just kind of like what I've realized that was going on while I was in a relationship traveling versus going back to learning how to travel by myself because I keep seeing these TikToks of girls who they travel with their boyfriend or whatever, and their boyfriend takes care of everything, right? Like, they show up to the airport. He's the one that's printing out the boarding passes. He's the one, like, booking the flights and the hotels and planning everything and taking care of everything. Clearly, like, personally for me, like, I'm not really the type to make them do everything but also like i really did like the fact that my ex-boyfriend god bless him i love him all the respect to him if he's listening hi um but anyway um he would do a lot for me every time we would travel and i'm very grateful to have had someone like that who you know just put in so much effort and at the same time it's like we were there for each other when we were traveling which is a really nice privilege to have and looking back it is that is exactly that it's a privilege to be able to travel with somebody who cares so much about you that they're willing to take care of you they're willing to like provide for you and just be there so that you can relax and really enjoy your vacation and while I'm looking at a lot of TikToks and that and And I think it's great and all. I think that it's nice until, you know, things change. Relationships end. That person's not there anymore. And you have to learn how to travel all by yourself again. Which, when I was in a relationship, like, a few years. I wasn't in a relationship. We were just, like, dating. But it wasn't really a relationship. Uh, A couple years before that was dating someone who I remember I just really wanted to travel with him but and I just wanted to travel in general like that was just my dream ever since I graduated high school was to travel more and that was when I started traveling more by myself and I did that for a while until I became and I got into my previous relationship But before that, I was very used to doing everything on my own and now I have to relearn that and get back into that and what does that look like and how can I, you know, take care of myself in the best way and show up in the most responsible and prepared way and it hasn't been easy. This episode is like not going to be strawberries and cream because I will say that while there are some pros, let's start off with the pros and I'll add in like a blend of cons and we can go from there. So the good things from traveling alone again, besides, you know, traveling while you're in a relationship. Actually, I skipped the entire like pros of my previous relationship and traveling with a partner. So I would say a good thing about that and like traveling with another person is that like two brains work better than one you know even a plus one brain is better than just you by yourself and it's also really nice because you can take care of each other like you have an established sense of trust in that person like if I get sick while I'm traveling or if I get injured that person can take care of me and like be there for me if I need them so they're and on one hand you know You have someone you can depend on. You can have someone who can take care of you. But when you travel alone, you don't have that. You have to depend on yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to make sure that you wake up on time for your flight and that you book everything in advance and that you order your own dinner and you basically have to do everything by yourself all over again. And I'm realizing that and I'm just like, ugh. it's. But at the same time, there are a lot of good things that come from it because I, despite all the little things I've noticed, that's like, oh, like I said, I had these gigantic blisters on my feet from ATC Stadium and they got very painful because it was just like a huge space of like raw skin on my feet. And last night, I went to bed like wincing in pain and like no one was there for me like I don't know anyone in Dallas Texas I'm here by myself like I cannot even get out of bed because I and I'm in bed wincing in pain and I really remembered like being in a relationship and I remember there was this one time where my ex-boyfriend's feet got really burned and I had Too, we went to the store to grab like aloe vera and i remember just like wanting to like help him heal his foot and like there were so many times after that where i got sick while we were traveling and like he was like there for me and like really took care of me which i only talk about this because number one i'm very grateful for it number two you know if you're listening you also deserve to have somebody who is equally as there for you and you can depend on as well But I'm in my bed, like, in so much pain, thinking, like, I am grateful for, you know, having had had someone, but damn, this, like, sucks. Like, I was in so much pain, you guys, and I was, I couldn't go to sleep. I felt like crying. Um, I ended up rinsing my foot in water, and then I tried going to bed, but the skin, the raw skin on my feet was exposed, And I was just wincing in pain and I learned that you can't let blisters dry up because then it will turn into a gigantic scab. So what I ended up doing was that I wrapped, I had to grab a shirt, which funnily enough, I'm in Dallas, Texas, home to the Dallas Cowboys. They're an NFL team, national American football team, whatever, national football league. I can't believe I got that wrong. But anyway, I have a 49 er shirt, and I know that I can't wear that in Dallas because they're, like, really big rivals. The San Francisco 49ers versus, like, the Dallas Cowboys are, like, huge rivals. So what I ended up doing was I grabbed the Niner shirt and I wrapped my foot in it because it was one of my only, like, cotton, like, T-shirts that I trusted over the exposed layer of skin. I felt like I was, like, in a war, and I had gotten injured. And I would, they just left me on the side of the road, and I had to, like, fend for myself. Not really. I have the privilege of, obviously, being in a hotel and, like, having Wi-Fi and, like, all that stuff. Like, I could just easily call someone or, like, get a ride somewhere. But I'm telling you, I could not even get out of bed because the pain was so bad. And even now, I'm, like, limping. I, like, limped to go pick up my Uber Eats order earlier. I realized, too, that, like, podcasts are just you listening to somebody talk in the background and i realize a lot of like the chill podcasts are like that so while i am trying to make this as like here's what i learned like i i think i've been experimenting more too with like storytelling and doing that i love making podcasts for y'all too and give me any feedback on instagram or anything like that on any of my podcasts because i really love that anyway so here are some of the good things that I've learned from traveling alone again if you are somebody that wants to travel and you are afraid of going alone I would say here are some of the perks number one I meet a lot more people like people just talk to me a lot more thankfully the people here in Dallas are so nice people from Texas especially here in Dallas they're so nice I'm telling you guys just so many nice talkative people I'm from California so like the The notion that I feel like we have in California of Texas is like, number one, everything's bigger in Texas. Number two, um, conservative, clearly, like, big cowboy hats. But when you come here, the people are so nice. Oh, my God. It's, like, insane to me. Like, honestly, I think a lot of them are nicer than people in California. I might, or I don't know. I just might be tripping. I don't know. So while we have the fact that like you can meet new people for me personally, like I remember when you're traveling with a partner and stuff like you have your own activities and that's fun and that's exciting. And honestly, I am grateful to have experienced both having someone and like doing really fun things, but also just being in a city by myself and being like, oh, I can go have dinner with this person tonight or I can go hang out with this person and do this fun thing do what what I or I could spend the day by myself and just do whatever I want to do like what I've been doing recently has just been like watching Netflix and being in my hotel room working writing (laughs) and watching Netflix I will say that I watched this one show last night that it's a basically about this pair of siblings who they inherit a soccer club and it's the most unhinged show you will ever watch I've kind of been thinking about going live on tiktok and just like watching the show because i really i really like the show (laughs) and also this is why i like my podcast versus like tiktok live because i feel like on tiktok live i can't speak because well number one i like interacting with the people on tiktok but at the same time like some people are like weird and i like to uninterruptedly tell you guys stories and if you're if you like the podcast, hi. So what you learn when you're alone is that you have just, there There are, and this is with anything really, this is even true for this moment right here, but like, there are infinite possibilities of what can happen right here, right now. Like, think about it. Anything can happen right now. And it's kind of dark to think about, but it can also be very exciting. Like, if you think about it right now, like some famous athlete can hit you up they can text you back like that's what i'm praying for right now i don't know if you guys saw on my tiktok live the other day but the craziest like most Wattpad thing freaking happened and i'm gonna talk about it in the podcast first um when it comes to like other social social platforms even though i already talked about on tiktok wait that doesn't count it's whatever i was at the juventus game AC Milan versus Juventus which as some of you might know Christian Pulisic who plays for the U.S. men's national team AC Milan is his new team so a lot of like USA fans are now AC Milan fans but like I'm a Juventus girly I love that freaking team they're my honestly when it comes to other teams you guys know I'm always like kind of hesitant like yeah I'm like a I'm a this fan or like This fan, I guess, because, like, my family's a fan. Or, like, I'm a fan of this because they were so welcoming to me or, like, whatever. But with Juventus, it's, like, I willingly chose you. You are mine. We are now a thing. Okay, Juventus? So I went to go see this game. And one of the players from Juve was, and I was front row at this game. Y'all, I was having the time of my life. Was, in my head, I was thinking about like Lana Del Rey songs, like music to watch boys to, and I'm sitting there, front row, Christian politics in front of me. The entire Juventus team is in front of me, and some guys are off to the side doing like the stretches and all the like um I don't what they're called the drills. They're doing the drills right in front of me there's like over sorry i'm gonna turn my notifications off but there are just so many soccer players in front of me like right in front of me and they're all just like glowing i uh to make this sentence as short as possible i was in heaven and i was fangirling fully fucking fangirling at this partido and one of the players who he jumped into like do drills with them, and he was on the Juventus team. Though, like I said, the Juventus team was right in front of me, and they were doing their drills. So one of the players, and he was very good looking, right? So good looking to the point where it's like this guy's intimidating. And I can tell you, not too many guys intimidate me, but this man, he walks with the group. And I see him running, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not even gonna like look at him, right?" I was looking at the other players while I was um, while we were watching the game. I was looking at other players, but I was telling the TikTok kids and people that when it comes to soccer players, when they're at games, they are very, very, very focused on their game. They do not really care too much about what's going on around them. So if you're kind of going, no, I'm not gonna say that, but anyway. They're very focused. And a lot of them have been famous for a really long time. So they know that the camera is on them. They know how to act when the camera is on. Therefore, the chances of them even, like, going into, like, the crowd or, like, anything, saying anything to you is a little bit more rare. Um, But I was still trying to make eye contact with whoever I could, really. Like, I was just trying to see what kind of wag adventurer i can have i don't know i'm i'm gonna shut up i don't i don't mean that i'm just being silly so i'm watching these players and like the this really attractive one like walks in and they're italian right and he was so tan and like had the nicest hair ever and he was so like obviously like very athletic and glowing and stuff and I looked at him and I looked away because I was like, even if he looked at me, like, I would not be able to maintain eye contact. And I didn't even think that he would look at me, to be honest. Let's begin with that. So, the their drills go on and, like, I notice him, like, glance at me. And then I just, I turn away because I didn't know what to do, you guys. I'm over here talking about, like, wag this, wag that on TikTok. But it happened to me and I won't shut up about it. And when it happened to me, I froze. And that is not a good thing. When that happens to me, it's like, Jessica, you need to leave the house. But he kept looking at me. And every single time, I just, like, broke eye contact. But then later on, and we ended up winning. And later on, I DM'd him on Insta. And thankfully, he doesn't have, like, he's not, like, huge on Insta. So I was very grateful for that. And I DM'd him and while we are still waiting for a reply to that DM, I will say that I also I want to thank Victoria for reminding me to take my Instagram more seriously, which I have been doing. I, I took an extra time out of my day today to make sure that I took a very nice Instagram photo, very nice presentable Instagram photo and I downloaded some apps. I downloaded Facetune and Snapspeed, but Facetune is like you to me. Like, I don't know, like I tried using it and it just looked so fake. It made me look like, um, I don't know, like just blurred out. Like my whole face was like blurred out and I didn't really know how to use it too much if I'll be honest with you. And they were charging me for like the, the most basic edits like grain. Like you're gonna charge me for grain? (laughs) Seriously, you're gonna make me buy this app for a year because I want to put grain on a selfie. Like it just felt so ridiculous to me. But at the same time, like I understand that like Instagram is the new normal, and you need to put effort into your Instagram because when you meet someone in public, when you meet someone at a game, and what are they gonna ask you? What's your Insta, Jessica? What do 90% of guys ask you when they come up to you? What's your Insta? So basically, you got to go. And I feel bad, to be honest, because, like, there have been guys in the past before who, like, they asked me for my Insta. And they kind of, they're kind of disappointed by it. And I think, I don't really think, I don't really think about Instagram like that. um, Because I'm more of, like, an IRL type of person. But, like, I understand that, like, you're... Online presence is very important nowadays, so you really do need to put more effort into your Instagram, and that's what I've been doing. I have my own, like, business/slash/public figure, I guess you could call it that, Instagram. Because I remember when my family was following me on my personal, and I'm so glad I have a personal one for family, one for stuff like that, and they have just like the TikTok Instagram, so yeah. I've been putting just more effort into my Instagram. I know you might go on it and, like, not really realize it, but I was just scrolling through my camera roll. Like, what are all the best photos? Like, what image do I want to portray? And I know you're thinking, like, why would anyone put that much thought into Instagram? Well, let's say you meet someone in public. They're going to ask you, like, what's your Insta? And it needs to look nice and presentable. And if you're going to be hanging around with these big-time ballers like big time ballers don't casually do instagram they see that as like your business card too like a lot of these like models as well like they know that your insta is like your business card and that's just how the modern day world works and if you haven't caught on to that then you're behind and i was very behind up until like yesterday So I'm still focusing on that and studying and seeing how I can make it better. And I'm really happy and grateful that that Victoria let me know to work on my Insta. Thank you. You You're going to make it happen for me. I feel like Victoria is carrying my WAG journey. Back to what I'm learning about traveling alone is that I'm learning to develop a lot more independence and confidence in myself. Because as I said, and I think I needed this. Because as I said like before when I was traveling with my ex-boyfriend like he would basically do a lot of things for me. Like if I was sick he would like the first thing he'd do when we'd get off the plane was be like I'm gonna go get you a tea so that you can feel better so that you won't feel as sick. And you go from that to like having to take care of yourself it's like well, you really need to take care of yourself now. And I'm learning to do that all over again, which I think is something I really needed. And to develop that independence, but also confidence in myself to rely on myself. I think when, you, when you're when you becoming an adult, that's very hard because you've relied on your parents your whole life. So you have to learn how to rely on yourself. To, at, to, at some point, you're going to have to learn to rely on yourself. And I'm going to go off on a tangent and I'm like, consciously going to go off on the tangent but I feel like people that don't want to have kids when they're older are really just afraid of growing up that's my theory on them because like I told you guys before like I used to be a babysitter so as a babysitter you see how much parents like really suffer raising their children because it's a lot of work and it's not just this like oh, me and my husband had this glorious baby and everything was perfect. No, it's like, who's gonna get the baby when it wakes up at 3 a.m. and make sure it gets to sleep, you know, perfectly fine. There's a lot of difficultness and lots of work when it comes to a baby. A lot of people say, like, it takes a village to raise a child and I think that's 100% true. Like, there was this one time where I was watching a like less than a year old she was less than a year she's so big now oh my god i'm thinking about it um but anyway one time i was watching her and the dad was taking care of her the mom was preparing her lunch and i was preparing her stroller so it was literally three people preparing so that one baby can go to the park can go on a walk like it's so insane so it really does teach you everything. You need to know. Traveling by yourself can be very great. Um, at the same time, though... At the same time... I'm kind of blanking here. Yeah, I want to give you guys an example of, like, when I... I, I think I do struggle waking up early. And everyone who knows me in the past knows that as well. No Tino shade to me. But I do struggle waking up early and they would always like wake me up on time like made sure that i was awake and that i woke up now i have to do that on my own which isn't going to be hard for me but last night when i was wincing in pain not knowing what to do i was like well this sucks but i think i'm just realizing it all just trying to be grateful for what happened sitting in my hotel watching netflix and making podcast episodes for you guys And I really hope that you guys enjoyed my take on, like, traveling and and stuff like that, where you can learn from when you travel alone versus when you travel, you know, with someone else. So thank you guys for listening to this. If you made it this far, thank you, and have a good one.